reach for the sky, boy. Rolex work. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Doing the Favorite Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Brown. You can follow me on Twitter at EricBrown740. We're forced to the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok by searching at Doing the Favorite. With me, as always, he's the sexual intellectual, double H, the Husky heartthrob, leader of the Husky Army, and a man who is frozen inside of his house right now, my man, Barry Frost. Barry, how you doing, homie? Uh, doing well. We got hit with uh, about a quarter, half an inch of ice. And then they followed that up with, you know, about two inches of snow. So it's it's been a beautiful day. That's almost the exact same thing we had, what was it, two, three weeks ago. But we had more snow. Like, we only had, like, four to six inches. But the Bensel Estate got, like, a foot up there in Cleveland. So they got it heavier than we did. But, you know, I don't mind so much, like, being shut in my house for a few days. I've been in the house because of COVID, actually. We talked about this last week. Lily tested positive Monday. Rachel the next day. I finally tested positive on Thursday. That was the first time any of us have gotten it. Uh, I had very mild symptoms, very – I know we're not going to get into the whole conversation, but me and my wife are both vaxxed and boosted, and it was nothing more than, like, a slight cold for us. So today was my first day I was actually able to leave the house, which was cool. I was – I I did follow the rules. I stayed in the house for five days. Lily goes back to daycare Friday because she could have gone back this week, but if she wore a mask, but she's there's no way she's gonna keep one on at her age. So no. decided to keep her home. But it's been cool, you know, just been chilling at home. Um, watched a lot of wrestling, hung out. I mean, hung out with Lily, watched Thor Ragnarok three times a day. That's you guys, my daughter's almost three and she's obsessed with Thor Ragnarok right now. Serta, Hella, Korg, all of them. Grandmaster, all of them. So she's, yeah, Valkyrie. She's all over that movie, dude. Okay. Well, there could be worse movies she could be into. Pretty violent, but other than that, I ain't too shook. Uh, we are doing another watch along today. Barry, you picked this one, so go ahead and uh, tell them what it is and tell them why you picked it. Well, this is the, uh, this is the after Rikishi had, you know, done it for The Rock and they uh he had ran stone cold over this is uh leading into the build-up to wrestlemania 17 um it's the hell in the cell man it's kurt angle it's the rock it's stone cold it's the undertaker it's triple h it's rikishi it's all the big names at the time in wwe in one match and this was probably one of the better matches uh wwe put on that year i thought yeah, because this pay-per-view I thought was just whack in general. I thought it was just very, like, very top-heavy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, again, you have your six biggest stars. You have Commissioner Mick Foley going at the time. This is pre-Royal Rumble 2001, which we did a watch-along about a month ago on, where Stone Cold wins. That's leading to the build-up to uh, WrestleMania 17. The Rock wins the belt at, I want to say, No Way Out. Yeah. I could be wrong on that. But this is actually taking place December 10th, 
2000. It's in the Birmingham, Birmingham Jefferson Civic Center in Birmingham, Alabama. So we have it at Barry Pick the Time queue. But before we do, we had a request for a promo from one Jeremy Ball. He wanted to hear the promo where Rock just basically cuts everyone down on the Raw leading up to this. Barry, I believe you have this queued up. Um, go ahead and hit play when you're ready. All right, here we go. Sure, as for the very first time, Kevin Kelly, The Rock, stood right in this arena and called you an ugly hermaphrodite. Is this sure as this Sunday night at Armageddon, The Rock will be in hell in a cell? This is going to be the most brutal match The Rock has ever been in. The dangerousest match The Rock has ever been in. The hell in the cell. And it doesn't matter, Kevin Kelly, what you call it. Whether it's called a hell in a cell, a rage in a cage, penis in Uranus, the only thing that matters is that The Rock is going in this Sunday night to do exactly what he does best, lay it the smack it down, and get back The Rock's WWE title. And the fact of the matter is this, is that The Rock knows this Sunday night he has his work cut out for him. The Rock knows he's got five other guys he's got to compete with. And even if The Rock has got to beat Kurt Angle, which means I'm going to drink a big glass of milk eat some chocolate chip cookies, and then maybe I'll take three Viagra. Or maybe The Rock is going to face Rikishi. Beat Rikishi. I did it for The Rock. I did it for the people. I did it. Shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty. Or maybe even The Rock has got to beat The Undertaker, the American badass. Beat him so bad that one more time he'll raise up. Rest in peace. Or maybe The Rock has got to beat Triple H himself, which means uh, he's got to beat the game uh, in the middle of the ring. And he has a $2 for a wife. Or maybe The Rock has got a beat. Steve Austin, which means I gotta get in my I gotta get in my pickup truck, drink some Steve Weisers, listen to some Backstreet Boys. And that's the bottom line, cause a great one said so. This Sunday night at Armageddon, The Rock is going to do all he can to win the WWE title. If you smell what The Rock is cooking. <laughs> 
Goddamn money. There's a, there's a reason he's uh, the highest paid man in Hollywood. My God. Yeah, that was from December 4th, 2000. I had to mute my microphone a couple times from laughing. <laughs> that shit was, I mean, hilarious. Age is like shit, but, <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> absolutely hysterical. But shout out Jerry Ball. He's one of, our, one of us to play that. We thought that was a little bit of a treat after we heard it. When I heard I remember, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, I was watching wrestling at this time. <clears throat> Excuse me. I was uh, probably home on Christmas break from college, so I'm probably watched this pay per view. Yeah, I uh, had just graduated in May, so I was I was chilling at home watching the pay per view. But without further ado, we Barry does have it time stamped. We have it at one hour fifty seven minutes and fifty seconds. Hit pause on here. Get us to where you got to go. A little over a half hour here, so strap in. This is going to be a fun one. This is a Armageddon hell of a set, hell of a cell match made by Commissioner Mick Foley. We have Taker, Rock, Stone Cold, Angle, Triple H, and Rikishi. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and get into it. And three, two, one, play. Nice. So this is the graphic we posted on Twitter today. Yeah. You're going to be watching this match. Going into it, your thoughts on it, who you thought was going to win, do you think Angle's going to retain, as I, as I give a little backstory here of Rikishi running over, <laughs> running over Stone Cold. You know, I honestly thought they were going to uh, have Austin or The Rock win it, because that was kind of, you know, those were your two, two big, big names, and heading into WrestleMania... <laughs> I figured you'd want one of those two having the belt. So I actually thought Austin or The Rock would uh, win this. I think everyone thought that going to any match, right? I think Angle being the champion here, he is maybe, what, a two-time champion at this point? Uh, Maybe. But it was always, to me, like he was a little more underwhelming at the time, in my mind, as a fan, as a 20-year-old kid watching this. It was all it was all about Stone Cold and the Rock. All about Stone Cold and the Rock. Yeah. And he, you know, he'd only been wrestling for hell maybe two years at this time. Yeah. See Vince out here pleading his case to all the wrestlers. Vince was out here actually earlier in the pay-per-view. I was watching some of it earlier. Uh what a divorce from Linda. Saying she never deserved somebody as good as him, that he could always do better. So, spot on that. Uh, this pay-per-view, other than this match, was weak, though. You have Scotty Tuhati defeating D'Lo Brown. Uh, the Radicals with Terry, they defeated Team Extreme. It was actually kind of an intergender match with Lita. Regal defeated Hardcore Holly. Val Venus defeated China and another intergender match. Chris Jericho defeats Kane. Then there was a uh, Edge and Christian defeat the Dudley Boys, K-Quick and Road Dog, and Right to Censor in a fatal four-way for the Tag Team Championship. Uh, Benoit beat Billy Gunn by submission. Ivory defeated Molly Holly and Trish for a triple threat. So that's where we're at. All those matches were, I mean, Jericho and Kane was probably the best one. It was last man standing, so it was 16 minutes, 48 seconds. But the rest of them, like, were five minutes. The tag team match was under, the tag, four-way, fatal four-way tag team match was under 10 minutes. Which is crazy. <laughs> So Ben Wall and Billy Gunn got 10 minutes, and this match gets over a half hour. So 
But I mean, WWE is WWF at the time. I'm sorry. I saw somebody make a joke about that. Every podcaster does that. Right. WWE, I mean, or WWF at the time, but was, I mean, white hot here. Well, WCW is still in business. Yeah, WCW. Yeah, they have uh, three months left. (laughs) Was it March 2601 was the last Nitro? But actually, I was reading somewhere, well, I'm sure JR said on a podcast or a shoot interview or somewhere, somewhere, that he didn't like this pay-per-view as much because he thought it was just, like I said earlier, just kind of all about one match. Yeah. You know, and like, the, the, all, your, all your biggest stars are in one match. So, kind of tough to do a three-hour pay-per-view like that, but. Well, or two and, and, and I think right. maybe maybe that's why this match stands out so good from this time is because the pay-per-view was so bad right so when you see this you're like oh there there it is and they spent the entire pay-per-view hyping up this match like they i mean they sold this absolute shit out of it here we go big wf championship graphic and triple Triple h H coming coming out out first first. to that old music by the way yeah which i loved can't remember what it was called. I'm sure somebody listened to it. To this knows what it's called, but I thought it was amazing. The Motorhead, yep. wasn't it? The game. Is this the game here? Is this the near, 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 near? <laughs> How'd that go again? This is Motorhead. Okay. No, I'm sorry, it's not. It's that it's the one right before Motorhead. Near, 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 near was like the background. I'm gonna get made fun of for that. That's all right. Thick skin over here. No drug test here. No, he 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 wasn't allowed. His lats are just huge. They just like his lats are just like all over his back. His whole back is just lats. Was it called Game Time? Might have been. Might have been. Let me look it up here while we. Well, that's what I'm. I'm I'm looking at it here, but it doesn't tell me. I think it is. I think it's my time. time. It's called my time. Okay. Because he had my time and he had game time. Yeah. My time. This is classic, like, leather jacket with the fucking denim over top of it. Here comes Rikishi. Big green outfit looking like a fucking swollen Hulk right here. Right? Looked like he just grabbed his nuts. I don't think he did, though. He's, He's out here in a main event spot. Top Big guys in the, yeah. Yeah, top guys in the company. Big storyline. Obviously, he's tied up in it. Right. Referee fucking Tim White working the gate with Teddy Long. Damn, all the all the refs getting work here tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Five refs, six refs out there. Well, you got six guys out there. Right. 
Yeah, hell in a cell. You gotta keep motherfuckers safe. Earl Hebner. He's in the ring. He's the he's the main guy. Got a Chevy Cavalier all propped up there. Bunch of beat up cars. Here comes Angle. The, not the champ out comes champ. out third. Champ comes out third. Just about to say that. Not coming out last. I'm old school though. I I champ comes should come out last in my opinion. Yeah. <coughs> Kurt looking young. You were talking yeah. about that earlier, right? Yeah. Looks like a baby here. Only a few years in, not as grizzled, not as traveled, not as uh, not as medicated. I'm sure he'll say that. A lot less miles on his body at this point. And still, still good enough to take Brock down when they did their yeah. little sh- shoot. <laughs> Casey wants a big piece of angle here. He's all oh, the the taker's taker. coming out for. Are we rolling here? Yeah, this is Lint Biscuit right here. Okay. Very. I mean, don't get much more two thousand fucking Undertaker coming out the Lint Biscuit, right? There it is. Yeah. Walking out, no bike tonight. Dead man ink shirt. Got his wife's tattoo name name tattoo on his neck like a goofball. Got Sarah. He had to cover that shit up. Yeah. <laughs> he was in love though. You know, I mean he was in love. It happens. I ain't never been in love enough to tattoo a motherfucker's name on me. Same. <laughs> I'm married. I think Rachel called me a goofball if I fucking did that. Be like, look, honey. She'd be like, you better go get that shit lasered off right now. Taker takes a swipe at the refs. There's a fucking gaggle of refs in there. What was it uh, seven, yeah, eight? Six, six or seven. Two, four, seven. six. Is there seven? Yeah. Seven. Seven fucking refs. Uh-oh. The crowd just exploded. Here comes Rocky. And here he comes. Dwayne. TheRock.com. <laughs> Big WWF.com on the outside of the ring apron right there. Really pushing the .com back then. Oh. Ref's just trying to keep everybody apart here. Everybody wants to piece each other. What do you think the crowd does when that glass fucking breaks? We're going we're gonna to find out here in a minute. <laughs> Big regret. Right. Never went to a show in the Attitude Era. Big regret. Yeah. Rock just stare here. They're the glass hit right there. Yeah. When everybody leaves their fucking seat. <laughs> Double knee braces, BMF on the on the vest right there. He looks good. Uh your thoughts on him possibly coming back and rustling? Oof. I don't want to see it. I like like I get I love that they do the you know, come back and the rock comes back every now and then. But Stone Cold's been injured. He's been hurt. He's been out of the ring. Now, I will say if they do a cinematic type match, I'd be for that. Okay. 
but not a not this. I mean, I don't think he can still go 20, 25 minutes like like he's going to do right here. And and how yeah. he went out, this is kind of how you remember. You don't remember him as an old, broken down. I mean, sl- couldn't do nothing. You remember him as a fucking worker, like in his, like not his prime, but he could still go. 19 years. Yeah. And that's, man, that's a long time to be out of the ring. Yeah, I don't think I really want to see it either. I mean, I'm, I'm. To me, there's like some honor and just staying and staying retired. I guess if you're if you're that far in, right? Not, because not like not, like, a lot of guys can't do it. They can't stay out of the ring. You know what I mean? And yeah, he's I managed to do it. So you got Undertaker working angle here. You got Rikishi working. The rock worker with Keishi, we got Undertaker and Triple H somewhere. The bandana's getting used as a choking device here on Angle. But you gotta love a good old choke back in 2000. Right. Undertaker's gonna work Angle over a little bit here. You got Earl Hebner in the ring. You got some photographers inside the cage right here. That's gotta be a scary proposition with six guys flying around. Yeah. Head on a swivel, kid. With cameraman in there. <laughs> Cameraman, so you got photographers, cameramen, bunch of referees, and six rusters. I think only one referee's inside the cage, though. So yeah. I can tell. Well, that's gonna be a tra- that's gonna be a train wreck kind of to keep track of. Yeah, the Rock's flying clothesline was dope, by the way. I saw. I I, I heard you call that. Yeah, just he got some air there, like he was a little bit of an athlete. Athlete, right? <laughs> and so I always laugh, you know, because the some of the guys nowadays, the fans, all oh, the the athletes back then, you know, I'm like, dude, the the Rock could go in any era, yeah, and and fit right in, you know what I mean? As an athlete, Kurt Angle could go in any era as an athlete. Any six of these guys. Yeah, could go. Yeah, and I'm saying that with Rikishi included, I don't think he gets nearly nearly enough love with the kind of athlete he really was. The way he right. moved, his size was incredible. Remember the fucking uh, he did the swanton off the cage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's insane for a dude his size. Did you uh? You probably didn't watch NXT 2.0 tonight. Uh, I missed that. Do you know who Nikita Lyons is? Let me go ahead and say yes, I do. Okay. She made her debut tonight, and the Simps are in an uproar. Listen. I enjoyed her debut, but I wasn't simping. I did check her Instagram, though. (laughs) (laughs) Got Twitter and a fucking up for. Hey. Hey, good for them. It sells, right? It sells. Little, little bit of an athlete, though. Like, what I noticed from her Instagram was she does she boxes a little. Like, <laughs> actually. You did a real fucking deep dive on Instagram, didn't you? I did. I, she boxes a little. 
there's some like kickboxing and stuff in there. Like she's actually legit athlete, not just like looks. You know what I mean? I know she tried to rap. That didn't go very well. Um, now I did not get into the her musical talents. <laughs> Angle just flying out of the ring, getting yanked out by Undertaker. The Rock is just, he's just selling here. Like a boss, right? Yeah. And and like you said about Rikishi, Rikishi's going 30, over 30 here. Right. He's 360, 50, 60 pounds here going 30 plus. Triple H and Stone Cold have been together pretty much most of the time. So has Rikishi and The Rock. I mean, it's been pretty, uh, I mean, a couple mix-ups here. But other than that, like, it's the same pairs working the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Probably easier for these guys to follow that way. Sure, Jim Ross is having a fucking conniption fit, fucking calling this. Well, yeah, he's a, he's a star. Look at Keish. Says, "Oh, I tell you what, for them having this many guys to ring, all this action going on, this is way less camera cuts than what you see today." Yeah. Way less. Like there's times where like sometimes I watch say like holy shit, that's a lot of camera cuts. I did watch Raw, most of Raw this past Monday though, for the first time in a while. Okay. How how'd you like that? <sighs> I like some parts, other parts were just drug on a little bit. Three hours is still a long time for a wrestling show. And that would be five hours a week's a lot to commit. Yeah. So but there was some part I did like the Logan Paul stuff. Thought that was good. I like the Edge promo where he basically opened challenge for a WrestleMania opponent. He kind of hinted towards AJ Styles as well as what it felt like to me. Who did re-up and sign a big contract today? So congrats to the Styles family. Yeah, come up, you know, I mean, making that money. This is old school spot right here. We're just raking his face across the cage. Easy to work. Camera cut. Camera cut away. Stone Cold slam his head, walk away in disgust. Now, is Triple H busted wide open? You know, that. I'll tell you what. Stone Cold, say what you want. I love his work. I always have. That old school, like, world-class style never fucking left him. And he is. Triple H bleeding from those rakes across the fa- uh, yeah. cage. Going to work a little bit more there. Just, just open that up a little bit more, right? <laughs> Get that blood really flowing. Yeah. Kind of a mild blade job by Triple H. I'll go ahead and give it a six and a half out of ten. <clears throat> he didn't so go we have, to the well and come back with a full bucket there. No, and we've, and we've seen guys come back with a full bucket so we've watched them. Oh, yeah. Back on the cage here. Stone Cold, just, he's just working Triple H the fuck over. He's going to drag his ass all literally, over. Literally, yeah. Literally dragging him all over the cage. Let, letting the fans get their money's worth. Such an easy spot to work. Right. <laughs> like, Just I can walk, do that. Walk with me, dog. Put your arm up on the cage, dog. I got you. Look at He might be going again. Got three guys in black trunks, black boots in this match. What you, how do you feel about that? 
Four guys, I'm sorry. Never sell. Never draw money. <laughs> Poor Eric yeah, Bischoff. He, right. Big giveaway. I'm going to go ahead and announce a giveaway. I don't know if T's out to be in the show, but I'm going to now. We're having a giveaway? We're having a giveaway. Didn't know anything about it. Uh, this is the Sammy Evans giveaway at okay. Sith Lord Sammy. We are giving away, and he got this autographed. I had the figure. He went and got it autographed. The Elite 75 Jeff Hardy. It is a beautiful figure and a amazing autograph. One of the better autographs I've seen on a wrestling figure. I'm not saying that because it's our giveaway. I'm saying because it's fucking true. It looks really fucking good. Have you seen it? I have not. I'm going to send you a picture right now. It looks really fucking good. But what I'm going to do is I will make a tweet tomorrow. We record this on Tuesday, the, what, 22nd. I'm re- I'll make a tweet tomorrow. What I'm going to need you guys to do, and I'll explain the directions, is follow us and follow at Sith Lord Sammy. Like, retweet, and drop a picture or gif of your favorite championship belt of all time. We thought that because he had the, you know, the unique Willow belt and impact. So, yeah. Shout out, Sammy, for doing that. You're very good. Yeah, this is an amazing autograph you're about to see here. But yeah, that's the giveaway. Okay, just came through. Oh, nice. And the, like, the neon green there? Yeah. Yeah, that's sweet. So, really excited about that. Undertaker goes for the pin on Stone Cold. Triple H pulls him off. Now those two go at it. You got Rikishi Rock take or Rikishi Rock Stone Cold, an angle laying in the ring right now with Undertaker and Triple H working on the outside. And Triple H, he's just been all over. He's been on the cage the entire match. He's going back. Tri- on yeah, Triple. Here. I was going to say Triple H has kind of been the workhorse here, taking a brunt of the punishment. Larry jumped off the stairs there. <laughs> to, dive, to dive into the to cage. jump into the he, he, Undertaker just keeps throwing him against the cage. Triple H's bleeding well here. This is a... This might be peak Triple H, by the way. Yeah. You know, earlier in the year at the Royal Rumble, this is almost a full year earlier, he had that match with Foley. Yep. Cactus. Whatever you want to say. The two out three falls. Yeah. Uh, That was one of my favorite Royal Rumble matches ever. I mean, he's doing some of his best work of his career right here. I'm sure our boy Ty will tell you about that. But no one wants to hear it from him. He's biased. That poor guy was in uh, Orlando or Disney World, Universal Studios, wherever. All week. Yeah. No kids, though. No, he suffered, though. Now, look at this. You got a truck full of shavings. (laughs) <laughs> sawdust yeah so the back Thank of a giant truck to the hell in a cell right here it's got loads and loads of sawdust in it I think it says kennel shavings McMahon's really working some injury here he's got a he's got a uh, a cane going here he's got the stooges with him Briscoe and Patterson Oh, they pull the door off the hell in a cell. Okay. With the truck. Triple A construction. 
Especially have Briscoe's body shop, Briscoe Brothers body shop truck out there. Right. It looks like they even empty all the fucking sawdust on the bed of the truck. <laughs> yeah, they still got bags up on top. Still got bags up there. Look at this youngster here. I don't even know who. Looks like a dollar store version of Dennis Stamp. Oh, here. they got some old dude out here. Yeah. He's hooking it on. They're trying to tear the cage apart. This is incredible. They're just ripping the ripping the cage open here. We haven't had a camera inside the ring in a while. Inside the cage yeah. in a while here. Rock just took a savat kick right to the dome from Rikishi. Here comes Foley. Uh oh. Raising hell got sweatpants on. He's throwing McMahon out. He ain't having it. <laughs> Time to just hold on here. Holy throwing everybody out. All these, all these, all these stooges, all these construction workers. McMahon. Oh, oh Pat Patterson wears one. Briscoe wears one. Vicious right hands. McMahon just kind of slinks away. His facial expressions are money. Money. Like Vince's, right? Yeah. Oh, look, he's got the cane. Well, they got the cops involved now. <laughs> cops taking him out. That's a shame. Man, gets that scored out of his own paper. As we see the fucking shit just open now. Stone Cold's on the outside. Right. What a mess. Got sawdust all over the place. And they just leave the truck there. Kuwait's <laughs> trying to leave. People touching his bloody head. Good for them. Right. This is 2000, baby. Yeah, it was wrong. Way, way pre-COVID back then. You know? Listen, the world was supposed to end in January of 2000. We're happy just to be living right here, right? They were just, they were just happy to be there, dog. We thought this was going to be apocalyptic times. Yeah. Stone Cold goes and gets Triple H. They start working the cars on the outside. He's still got a history of doing this. Yes. There's so much dust on that car. <laughs> oh, no. He's going to get hit with the camera. He's using the camera to hit him. Oh! It was a big rubbing camera at him. Triple H is just getting his ass kicked this entire match. Falls on a Ford Escort there. Now everybody's on the outside. They're all going up the ramp here. We got Ex Rock, oh. Angle, Rikishi. Don't know where Undertaker is. He just he just went by. Man, Triple H did not get a good blade job. No, he didn't. Like, he's not pouring or anything. It's just there. He didn't take any aspirin before this match. Yeah, oh, that Stone Cold just goes through the glass oh, right there. The truck. And he went right to the forehead. I wonder if he's bleeding. Did you see him jump through that window? <laughs> Did you see him fucking check his forehead? Get the big gig. his forehead. Yeah. Like, oh, the camera angle, Stone Cold using the camera is pretty dope, actually. Yeah. 
Poor Rikishi's going through it too. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh no. All right, who had the better blade job? We're yeah, gonna I see. Give it a sec. Let's give it a second here. Stone Cold looks to be pouring. Angles, <laughs> Angles, hang out the driver's side of a Chevy Cavalier on the outside. He just took a, a trash can in the back for Rikishi. As Rock comes over and gets in on the uh, Stone Cold Triple H fun, Undertaker's up there working Rikishi. Angle fell out of the, out of the Chevy Cavalier. Looks like it's sitting on an old uh, Caprice there. <laughs> yeah. That looks like somebody's front yard in Portsmouth right now. That's why I'm at the 87 Caprice, dog, with 20s, <laughs> 22s. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck you know the people I know in Portsmouth that buy two cars, one to drive and one for parts? There it is. This <laughs> happens all the time. That's a class. Oh, no. Hey, dog, I got two Chevettes. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got one to drive I got one for parts In case something happens In case something happens You need a ride? No, I'm good <laughs> Right No, thank you And then it was always the same story Three months later Like, hey, dog, I got DUI Remember that Chevette I told you about? Oh, my Look at the rock Taking a pedigree on the hood of that Fucking 88 Chevette these guys are all over the place here. Look at Austin. He's got good well, Austin's, luck. Yeah. He's, Let's go ahead and give out a 7.5 out of 10. Triple H, I gave him, what, a 6.5? That feels right. Yeah. Rock got a little blood here. Yeah. This is just, this is, this match just turned into a clusterfuck. That's I don't a know Mercury. how to call this. Yeah, that's a Mercury right there. If you guys aren't watching this, if you're just in your car listening to this, uh, it is a fucking spectacle. <laughs> Go home and watch it. I don't know how to describe it, but it's bodies everywhere. I'll tell you what, Taker's been on his feet most of the time. I'll give him that. There's a big slam. Under the hood of that Chevy Cavalier. Four-door. White. Get that for about 400 bucks now. That's a Rock Ford LTD. That's a, that blue car is a Ford LTD. My aunt used to have one. Shout out, multicolor doors. They just keep Still throwing one. angle off. They just keep throwing Kurt Angle off of vehicles at this point. <laughs> it's a spectacle. Look at that. Oh, takedown. Oh no. Slingshot. He's gonna get slingshot into that Chevy Cavalier. Oh, he did. Oh. Triple H right into the windshield. It feels like Steve Austin's having the best time ever out there. Right. Just <laughs> elbowing Triple H onto his back as he lays on the hood of that car. I mean, there's eight cars out there, and you might have two grand worth of vehicles in the eight cars. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Oh. oh. Jesus. <laughs> You see, he almost, if Triple H would have got hit with that. He's dead. <laughs> Stone Cold almost murdered Triple H with a fucking barrel. <laughs> a radioactive The lean back. Yeah. Good Lord, what a shit show. Fun. This is really fucking fun. 
Yeah. But a shit show, though, nonetheless. As Undertaker and Kurt Angle went down to the timekeeper area now. Oh. As Undertaker uses the ring bell as he began choking Angle. I thought Angle was going to was gonna give us a little blood here. No, he's, his role has been getting choked. Right. And thrown off vehicles. And thrown off and onto vehicles. Howard Finkel doesn't know what to make of it. He's just trying to keep his distance. JR's just yelling back there. Look, Triple H in Austin. Been together pretty much this whole time. The Rock has a trickle of blood. He's like, look, in four years, I'm going to be in Hollywood, though. We cannot mess up his face. I'm going to give The Rock about a 4.2. Look like he used a safety pin and just kind of jabbed himself one time in the forehead. Took the thumbtack and was like, eh. Yeah. Don't thumbnail me. Angle's got a chair. Oh, nasty headshot to take her. Good lord. Look at the the lady there. She's like, holy shit. It looks like he I mean it looked like he got his left hand up, but Angle swung that bitch. Yeah. Triple H no. and Stone Cold getting up on the bed of that truck. <laughs> With all the now, Taker's got Taker's got blood now. Right. He took a chair shot. I think he might have the best blade job of them all. Well, we'll see if it starts pouring or not. Now, Triple H and Stone Cold are going to the top of the cage here. Uh, what logical reason ever, and this is somebody who is deathly afraid of heights, I am, would be a safer situation going to the top of that cage? There, There is a one. But I am going to agree with you here that I think Taker might have the best, best blade job. I think he's got the best blade job of everybody here. I'm going to go ahead and give Taker a... Ooh, that, looks like an eight. Eight. that looks like an eight, yeah. Yeah, because Austin's, Austin's bleeding good. I mean, Rock's got, Rock's got a triple. Triple H is a stop bleeding. <laughs> this is just exchange blows on. I cannot... I mean, we just saw Mick Foley go through that motherfucker and off of it. Now, this is why the truck's the there. My God. A shout out to Triple H here. Yeah, big shout out to Triple H's entire match, by the way. He has put in fucking work as Angle goes to the top. Yeah, now we got Kurt Angle coming up top here. We've got a oh, stunner, stunner on top of the cage. It's a Triple H from Stone Cold. Now Taker's working his way to the top of the cage. Taker's like, I am known for fucking murdering people up here. Triple H's like, let's just, let's just lay here for a while. Just, just, just a little bit. Just awesome backup swing and hits Angle. Knocks him off his feet. Takes, takes, takes Taker a good bit to get up there. Right, yeah. And then once he's up there, he looks like he's not very thrilled to be up there. At what point are you concerned about the weight? At at this point, because I I remember them talking about Vince being so like against what Foley did that he was like reinforcing the the tops of these at the time. But I mean, you got over a thousand pounds up. You got over twelve hundred pounds up there. 
I would say. When I mean, Foley Kaker's... went through the cage, I saw fucking zip ties fly. Which is like, what the fuck? Right. And then that they said Vince was like, not, you know. And I even heard Taker talk about it where he's like, you could hear him popping and he was nervous about being up there. Ooh. He's so, got I mean, bad yeah, and you're talking, he's 6'10", bad knees, bad, bad everything. I mean, he goes through that. He probably breaks his fucking legs. Joe Blake's working his way off the cage. Right. That would be my favorite part of the match if I was him. Austin goes after him. I like how Angle is doing his best to stay in the fucking middle of that thing. It's the safest yeah. spot. He's like not getting over by the edge. So it's like Stone Cold and Triple H are leaving the cage. Stone Cold swung his leg over. Yeah, see, like you can see Taker going. It looks like they got that shit wrapped up pretty good. Here comes Rikishi's big <laughs> ass going up the cage. Yeah, now that's when I'd be getting worried. Because now I'd be like, can that cage hold a 360, 70-pound guy? And I'm guessing he's going off. I would be worried about his ability to climb it. The fact that he even got up there. Look at the ass on that fucking guy. I mean, he's sitting here getting ready to... He's just showing tons of... My God. Tons of luggage. Just booty meat, just hanging out back there. Two midgets fighting to get out of his thong. Angle just takes a headshot. Casually. And Taker throws a chair down there, Rikishi's up there. He takes one to the back. Angle's played this perfectly. Just stay in the middle the entire time. Rikishi's just working that chair on both of them. Jesus. Yeah, and they, and they got those still. If you remember, like Foley and uh, at King of the Ring '98, that those steel beams and stuff weren't up there, right? So yeah, I mean, it was literally more, just the poles. This is way more reinforced than what that thing was. Yeah. Are we still waiting for Rock to get up there? Yeah, he hasn't been up yet. Again, he's got a Hollywood career to think about. I mean, <laughs> can you blame him? No. Angle's Angle aboard mission. Yeah. He's like, I'm out. We just got Rikishi and Undertaker up there. Angle's, Angle's busted lead, open. Huh? He looks like he's got a nice little 7.8 up there. Uh-oh. Here it comes. Here's the big spot everybody's going to talk about. Coming yep. up Keith, right here. Keith had to uh, find that beam. <laughs> All the people working their way towards the truck. Yeah. Yeah, like, Angle and Triple H. Or you got, I'm sorry, Stone Cold and Triple H back inside the ring, back inside the cage. They're thinking if he misses this fucking truck, he's dead. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Yeah, we get in this fucking ring where it's safe. Rock and Angle back inside the cage as well. 
Oh, no, 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 no one's paying attention to shit they're doing. None. I mean, this is this is the spot here. The tanker just throwing right hands. Oh no! Here comes the big choke slam. Oh, he just pushed him ever so slightly onto the right. <laughs> that now. That spot has been judged so many times. You haven't watched this match in years and years and years. It's, Your thoughts? At that time, that's that was like that's breathtaking because listen, if you're not from the country and you don't know what the hell shavings are, you're just like, oh. <laughs> and of course, you see that little bounce there. I'm sure there was some nice padding under it. Yeah. I mean. That was a hell of a bump for 2000. It looked as safe as it could possibly be, which I yeah. thought kind of hurt the visual a little bit in my eyes. I think there's fair criticism there. But other than that, like it was a moment people have talked about. Now you got, here's the moment everybody wants. Stone right. Cold The Rock going at it. They have had one WrestleMania match up to this point at 15. Yeah. So Rikishi's pretty much done. I don't know where Hank was. I'm guessing blooded up on the outside of the ring. If I had to guess it here. Rock doing that thing where he's just struggling to go to his feet, just staggering. Well, he's got to kick the air it is. I mean, I actually give Rock about a 1.5 for his blade job. Like he's got like the top of his nose or something. Yeah. Oh. No people's elbows. It took way too long to develop. Triple H ruined the most electrifying move in sports entertainment. I got Stone Cold. I mean, all these these guys got so much history in this ring right here. Yeah. The two man the two man power trip, Austin and Helmsley. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, this is so. I mean, this is angle back in the ring right here. He's gonna take a little. He's oh, gonna take man. a rock bottom. He's gonna take a big old rock bottom right there from the rock. Austin comes in for the save. First pinfall wins the championship here. It doesn't necessarily have to be angle. Uh, Kurt's got some nice blood going. Real nice blood. Going to give him a seven point eight. Little blood splatter. A lot of juice to grade this evening. A lot of, a lot of uh, DNA exchanging hands here. A lot of DNA exchanging hands this evening. That's right. Did anybody sell a stunner better than The Rock? No. I don't think so. Scott Hall and, tried. And no one sold The Rock's Swing over DDT better than Rob Van Dam. Oh. Oh. Stunner reverse into a cutter by triple. Oh, my goodness. It's over. 
It's over. Angle, Angle gets the win as he has a hand on the rock <laughs> as he's laying on his back. I like the finish. Yeah. It's a bit over the top, but it's possible. I mean, neck breaker. The rock hit the, uh, got stunned. Angle rolls over, basically gets a hand on him. Austin and Triple H take themselves out. Keisha's out still. Where's Taker? Last I saw, he was on top of the cage. I assume they're all talking here. Right? They're like, you good? I'm good. Yeah. Rock's like, I'm going to need that belt in two months, dog. Yeah, keep that warm for me. <laughs> Angle with the big win. He retains. Everyone's shocked. Just one of the things where, like, Angle just kept finding a way, right? Yeah. And everyone just kind of like you expect, like you said, you expect, well, he, he's going to take a stunner home <laughs> for his fucking, for his troubles. Yeah. But basically, you expect one of the other three guys laying in the ring right now to probably win. Yeah. I think, that, like I said, Rock and Austin are probably your odds-on favorites. <laughs> Earl Hebner just lays the belt across him. He's like, there you go, bud. Good call, Barry. I like that a lot. I mean, I, I try. You know, when I pick one, I try to do uh, a decent job. Meltzer gave that match four and a half stars. Did he? Mm-hmm. Huh. That was pretty deserving. I liked it a lot. Uh, anything else you want to touch on this episode? Uh, we could talk about Taker going in the Hall of Fame. Okay. You know, uh, one, do you think he's deserving? Of course. <laughs> uh, I did see Bubba Ray say he thought Taker should go in by himself. I heard, you know, that was something I wanted to bring up. I saw a lot of that chatter. I, you know, I don't love that. Uh, listen, I got, I, I, I love the Undertaker. I love the gimmick. It was there for years but listen if rick flair didn't go in by himself and if and if your boy the clansman himself the huckster didn't go in by himself if austin didn't go in by himself and if the rock didn't go in by himself there is no fucking way the undertaker's going in by himself it's a great point yeah, I just, I mean, I don't take the Hall of Fame as serious, I, I guess, like other people do. I, that might sound sacrilegious, but it's not like there's clear-cut, clear like, qualifications. It's not like there's voting. It's not like there's a committee. It's not like there's an actual, it's there are one clear, guy or a group of few guys' opinion for a show. There are clear-cut qualifications. You have that, to be you, retired? You have to be in good standings with the McMahon family. That's your qualification. You know, so yeah, it's. I mean, there's people we go on who aren't in, and then people who are in. You can make the comparison, yada yada yada. There's people who aren't in because of their withstanding. I honestly thought the Jericho thing. I thought the Jericho would be back there sooner rather than later, just for the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I thought that would be you know the Cody thing, which I still 
Cody, I'm still kind of in believe it when I see it mode a little bit. But as far as the Hall of Fame goes, yeah, Undertaker, of course, very deserving. Um, people think Vince should induct him. I don't think that's ever going to happen because Vince McMahon does not want to be on that show. Uh, with that said, I guess I would be good with to induct him. It's got to be Kane. I was going to say Kane or Bruce Pritchard. I would say they'd go with Kane just for the WWE tie. Right. And so Paul, figured, Be- you know, Paul Bear's pass, so it can't be him. But Bruce Pritchard, brother Love was his first manager, which is kind of a deep cut there. But also them two have a great relationship, both from Texas. I know it's a little more behind the scenes and maybe that casual might not know who Bruce Pritchard is. That's or what why I was going to say. Why is brother right. Love out there? Right, 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 right. So, but as somebody who's a little more inside baseball than the casual, I guess that like, I can, to me, Bruce Pritchard makes sense. Uh, Paul Heyman could do it. Paul Heyman Paul could do it. used to manage him in WCW. Another deep cut, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. Triple H. Yeah. I think Triple also H could. Triple H or Sean. Yeah. Because, I mean, just the, the WrestleMania matches alone. But, yeah, it's that's exciting. Good for him. That's good for his fans. I got a buddy that's a Monster Undertaker fan that, can't stop fucking texting me about it. He's been watching matches and shit. So, yeah, I mean, good for people to get excited about that kind of stuff, right? I, I almost picked uh, one of the Sean matches, Heaven versus Hell mm. at WrestleMania. I was, I, was, I was close. Well, we got a kind of a slow sports time right now. So maybe we'll do a couple. Maybe we'll do some more watch-alongs just to fill some void. We are, we are going to have some guests back on. We've just been kind of lazy about the last couple of weeks. Kind of give everybody a break. I feel like I'm pestering people. I want to kind of spread the love a little bit. I only know so many people. You know what I mean? So right, and you know, I don't like giving up my mic time to to unworthy uh, guests. But I don't know if there's going to be a sports show this week, just because there's just simply not really on. a whole lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's one thing that sucks about this whole like being locked in the house for COVID thing. It was like. No. It's that lull in sports right now. Like, normally, like, okay, well, I'm just going to, and I told you, normally I'm just going to watch fucking every NBA game I can, all that, and none of that. So, but maybe we'll do another wrestling show this week. Maybe we'll figure something out. But go ahead and do some shout outs. We'll get out of here. Yeah. Uh, I do want to shout out uh, February 24th is my daughter Kenley's birthday. She will be 13. Woo! Very right? close as a teenager. Right. Um, yes, and she's got an attitude like one. Um, sends me shit to buy and just says, uh, thanks, dad, love you. Not like, can I get it? But it's like, thanks, dad, love you. Just make sure that shit's in my size, you know. But I mean, you got that to look forward to, it's coming. Can't wait. (laughs) Wait. <laughs> so uh happy birthday to her and uh again sammy evans for the giveaway that's uh very dope very cool uh, appreciate that uh breaker and bane uh bane's gotta quit interrupting bill i heard it was bad this week I haven't yeah yet. he you know we had we had bane on and he kind of was cutting us off a little bit and he's gonna learn Next, I mean, if we got to have him on a couple of times to kind of show him how that shit's supposed to go, we will. Um, Breaker, of course, 
uh, awesome guy. He says he's coming to Ohio. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if he wants to meet this group of fucking animals, I mean, more power to him. He's coming to Columbus, and I, I don't, I could be wrong, but I believe it's for a Masters of the Universe convention. Right. So I'm gonna go. Yeah, and that's not my thing. I know fuck all about Masters of the Universe. Right, I but I will go. I just want to go kick with Breaker and Travis Fowl. And we will go and fuck up whatever they got going on. We don't care. So what are you gonna do? Get He Man and Skeletor after us? Fuck down. No. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, uh, like I said, the Ohio player, shout out to the Haddocks boys out there in these streets. Um, Scott Toon, as always, carrying it over there at Fully Posable. And, uh, Eric, you got any shout outs, bro? Jeff Scott at Fully Posable, obviously Rucker and Marty down at Boot to the Face. Uh, Rucker is looking for a Walmart exclusive AEW Unrivaled Sting. So if anybody comes across one, he is looking for one. They fucked up his pre-order. That dude's literally the biggest Sting fan I know. So that's kind of fucked up. So he, like, legitimately wants one. So I might get to the point where I just send him down mine. Say, hey, you want to buy mine? Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that for him. Uh, the Vensels. Obviously, we missed them earlier, but Caitlin and Drew. Obviously, new parents. So congrats to them. Uh, Ty and Candace. Hopefully, they make it back to Ohio State. They're back. Sound. They're back. Good. He sent me snaps. Don't worry. All the Ohio players, the Haddocks boys, Sammy Evans at Sith Lord Sammy Dobro, Ringside Rant with RJ, Justin Summers at Wrestling Cheers, obviously the Power Hour you mentioned, Breaker and Bane, obviously Venus, obviously Positively Pro Wrestling. Check them all out. Thank you guys all so much. Rate, review, listen, subscribe. We appreciate it so much. Then the uh, I want to shout out the Bojangles champ. Had a little interaction with him today. Love him. He was telling me to franchise a Bojangles in Wisconsin. He'd come move here. <laughs> you know, he just said, he just said, build me a place, you know. Let me tell I you said, something. Dog, I said, you're the billboard. Uh, you know, Let me tell you something. I love Jay-Z. If he steps his southern ass of Wisconsin this time of year. He might think twice about. <laughs> yeah, he, he ain't going to like that now. He ain't going to like that. But yeah, shout out to him, uh, cool dude. Uh, we we should have him on one fucking. fucking one we should have him wrestling. on. So he re- We'll talk about that. Yeah, I fucking love that dude. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, and with that, you can follow me at bfrost twenty eight. Eric, drop the credentials, sir. You can follow me on Twitter at Eric Brown seven four zero. But of course, always follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok by searching at doing the favor. Uh, rate, review, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you guys all so much. Get our shirts at whatamaneuver.net. Go to shop by store. Down the doing the favor podcast. Absolutely. And with that, good night and God bless. Yeah. It goes one, two, three into the four. Eric Abbey, you're up with DTF, and that's for sure. If you don't come correct, you get your ass full. So take a minute and chill until the next episode. Doing the favor, always bringing the heat. That's why Barry got your girl doing legwork in the sheets. My dude Eric holding down for the streets. Them Ohio players got the ears to the beat. Gotta say that we appreciate the time. Whether you're on the job or trying to unwind. Just a few more days until we're back live. Psh.
shit will be your lifeline I know you feel me on the mic with the flavor Let it marinate in something to savor We ball so hard, this is a layoff Until the next time, doing the favor Yeah, doing the favor Doing the favor Doing the favor Until next time Doing the favor